Hello and welcome. You're listening to the podcast, Climbing the Ladder in Heels with Karen Otis. I'm a CEO, speaker, architect, mom, creator, and your host. This is your go-to show for the very, very best advice, the very best life hacks to be the CEO of your life. Because if you're like most women, you want to have it all, and there is nothing wrong with that. I'm here to show you that you absolutely can. With the right strategies, a steadfast dedication, and the commitment to work hard for it, you can create your best and most exceptional life. I've done it, and now I'm here to support you and streamline your path, making it not only attainable, but fun and exciting along the way. I will share everything I've learned and everything I know. So let's dive in. Hello, boss gals. Well, with Mother's Day approaching, I would love to start this this, uh, podcast with a quote. It's by Elaine Hefner. I have no idea if she is related to Hugh, but anyway, the art of mothering is to teach the art of living to children. I love that. So with this Mother's Day approaching so soon, I wanted to focus on the boss gals who are juggling work and raising their kids. I know from experience that it is no easy task. It can be tough and daunting to find the time for both of those things. Both are like full-time jobs. For those of you who have a job that takes you away from home, you might struggle with feelings of guilt and worry. Either you feel you should be home more or you should be putting in more hours at work. It can be a frustrating cycle. Striking a balance is really quite the challenge. And for those moms who are entrepreneurs working from home, it can be tough to get stuff done, to be productive with your work, and still tend to the needs of the kiddos. Well, that was me. Throughout my kids' childhood, I worked from home, and I can clearly remember moments that I just wanted to tear my hair out. I'm sure some of you can fully relate especially when they're in like the terrible twos or fours, the tantrums, right? But here's the good part. I struggled with it all for sure, but after years of experience, I became really good at it. And all the strategies and techniques that I came up with back then to navigate motherhood might just help you with your juggling act. So I am hoping that my hacks for working from home while raising kids, that these will help you out too. So let's jump into this. Number one, first off, boss gals, it is really essential to designate a workspace for yourself. Okay, just moving between the couch and the dining table is not the best approach. Then you just feel scattered. Set aside a space with a door that closes if possible. I think that's really important. And that room is not a room the kids get to wander in, okay? They have to be invited by you to hang out in there. And that's just something you need to, you know, go over with them over and over and set the boundaries. So by doing this, you're going to feel like you have your place to go to where you can leave your work untouched by others and all in one spot. 
because here's the thing, boss gals, being ultra organized is the key to pulling off this mom entrepreneur combo skill. So by designating a space, you're also letting your children know that this is not their zone. It's mommy's work zone and it is not to be touched. All right, let's jump to two. Number two, this is my next um, hack for working moms working from home while they're raising their kids. So when my kids were babies, I would get a babysitter, like usually one of the neighborhood teens. For me, it was actually um, Natalie who lived next door to us. And she would come over during my baby's nap time. And I would also extend her time with us a little bit after that. And that can be some really good uninterrupted hours of work. So I remember being able to get like about three hours of hardcore productivity. And that I could get all that in while she was there during their nap time and a little before and after. Now this only works though, if the sitter and your kids know and respect that mommy's workspace, your home office is off limits. If they're coming in and out of there and asking you questions and wanting to go visit with you, then it doesn't work. You, you just have to create a boundary that they don't go there. So it was really great for me when I was doing this way back when, because my entire house, the bedrooms, the kitchen, the living, etc., all of that when I was raising my kids was on the first floor. And I set up my office on the smaller second floor. The second floor was only like maybe a third of the size of the first floor. So my kids knew that they were not supposed to come up the stairs. And the thing is, when you do this, boss gals, you have got to stick to the program and not be that hovering mama, right, who keeps stepping in with the babysitter. If you hear your kids kind of whining or crying, you let the sitter handle it and let her play and be attentive with your baby while you seriously focus on your work. It definitely takes some effort and some discipline. But if you can actually do that where you can let the sitter be on and you're focused on your work, it can be a really great um, few hours of, of focused productivity. All right. My third hack for you. All right, so sometimes we're not able to fully separate our roles as entrepreneur and mom, right? Um, you know, we maybe can't just say, I'm just going to be working and productive right now, and I'm not going to be tending to the kids and be a mom. Sometimes they've got to, you know, they've got to kind of blend together. And those can be even harder, more trying times. So, Let's say you have to run some errands for work, okay? Maybe you need to pick up something from a store or pick up a sample. For me, like picking up sample, you know, finishes, tile, wood, etc., from one of our vendors, or maybe dropping some items off to a vendor. For those kind of tasks, let me share with you what I did way back when, when my kids were hanging out with me, you know, um, way before. Uh, preschool and kindergarten. So I would plan a day of maybe four to five errands, okay? And I would do it on a day that I was gonna hang out with my kids. Well, we would start the day by creating a to-do list. 
Okay, if your kids can't yet write or read, then you go ahead and do the to-do list with images or icons. Okay, so you can even like, you know, print something off the computer or use a magazine image or draw it yourself. So like what I'm saying is, for example, maybe if you're going to go to the market and, and you want to put that on the list, but again, your baby may not yet read or write, you can use an image of a shopping cart, for example. Or maybe if you've got to do some errand like going to Staples, you maybe need um, you know, some office supplies. So maybe get a picture of pens, a stapler, other office supplies. All right. And if your kids are at reading and writing age, have them write it out, the to-do list, in the order that you're gonna do your errands, okay? Let them know that they are your co-pilot and you need their help to get it all done. They are, quotes, right? I'm, I'm doing the air quotes, working with you that day, okay? Most kids are gonna feel important and special knowing that they are being super helpful. Okay, then when you're out, you're out and about doing your errand runs, ask them to let you know, you know, where, where you need to go next. So you'd say, all right, what's next on our to-do list? You know, check out our list and see where we're going next. And you can even give them a pen, a crayon, a pencil to cross them out when you've completed it. This is going to keep them engaged, feeling helpful, and feeling like you and your child are a team. And this should keep them from getting bored during all these errands and encourage them to be on their best behavior. So I remember when my son Jacob, who is, you know, in his late 20s now, well grown up, when he was about one to two years old, I would take him with me to the local building department. So we usually had to go there to pick up or submit some blueprints, you know, for projects that I was working on. Well, every time we went, one of the staff clerks, she would get all excited to see Jacob. She would say, hey, you, and Jacob would typically charm her every single time. Well, when we needed to go again to the building department, Jacob would say, okay, I've got it on my list. We're going to see the hey, you lady. <laughs> And eventually, when he learned to read and write, that's exactly what he would write on that to-do list. So to this day, you know, even in his late 20s, he still has memories of the hey you lady. Okay, we're on to life hack um, for working moms from home that are also raising their kids. We're on to number four. So I recommend having a word that you're going to use that lets your kids know you need them to be quiet and not interrupt you while on the phone. All right, so it would be great if you could just say, I've got this half an hour, I'm making all my calls. When I get other calls, I'm not answering. But typically, that's a tough one. And typically, you cannot group all your phone calls into this small window of time. There is going to be, inevitably, there are going to be calls that you need to take while you're hanging out with the kids. I mean, that is if you are really running your own business. So I used to use the word client. So my kids from the earliest age as babies learned that when I said I'm on the phone with the client or I just, all I had to do was mouth the word client, they needed to be as quiet as possible and let mommy finish the call. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you, 
this is not foolproof. <laughs> there were plenty of times, oh gosh, plenty, that I remember all too well when my kids were completely uncooperative. But for the most part, it did work quite well. And they knew if mommy says client and you interrupted me, that is not going to be a good day. <laughs> so, of course, rewarding them for being helpful and cooperative is always a good strategy. So, I think I used to do like, I would give them a point for every client phone call where they were quiet and didn't interrupt and they were just helpful. And then after like five points, they would get something special. So you can try something like that. So now let's move on to number five, my hack for you, for those working moms who are working from home and juggling the kids and their entrepreneurship. Okay, number five is that it is essential though, boss gals, to carve out some mom and child time that is completely devoted to your babies. They cannot always feel like they're going to come second to your work because that's when there's like this resentment, they get more difficult, it just causes this whole rift. So on those days, you know, you might plan, let's say, a day with a fun routine you're going to do, introduce them to, or you're going to go on a fun adventure so that they know that that is their golden time with mom and they will know that you treasure it too. So I completely remember this still, and Jacob is so grown up, but um, when he was in Montessori school, uh, so, you know, kind of like kindergarten age, um, every week he and I would go to Benihana's for lunch and he just loved it. It was our thing. He loved sitting at the Tepan table, you know, watching the chef perform with like the, you know, the stacked up onions that they light on fire. He was just so into it. And, and he does remember that still to this day, that that was our thing. And then when Marlia was, um, a baby or when she was kind of in kindergarten as well, it was, we would schedule a girl's day and it would all be about, you know, manis and petties and doing facial masks, mud baths and spas. And it still is that to this day. Okay, so number six, when the kids are gonna start to grow up, things are gonna shift for you. And when they get into like elementary and middle school, then the issues kind of change. Okay, at that point, I remember my kids wanted me off my phone and they wanted 100% attention to their needs, right? Because that's kind of when they hit that it's all about me stage and they get a little entitled. So here is my valuable advice for that. So I would explain to my kids that work was not only something I loved doing and that I was good at, but that it brought in income, right? That it's what paid the bills and it paid for things in our lives, okay? I, that helps to teach them the value of money, but I started this deal with them that, and they were probably like, I don't know, maybe 13 years old, so maybe from like age 13 to 16 or so. Every time I signed a new contract with a new client, I would reward each one of my kids. So I think then, and it's just because the, the projects that we get are big in scale. So I would give them $50 each every time I signed a new contract. Okay, it sounds kind of crazy, right? Like they didn't do anything really to earn that. 
But here's the thing, when you try this, you're gonna see that they quickly want you to work. And that is when it all changes. They then are personally invested in your success. So my kids would, instead of saying, mom, can you get off the phone? (laughs) They would start to ask, mom, are you getting any new clients? And then when I would get the phone call from like a potential client, I know this is shocking. They would say, oh, good. I'll go in the other room, mom. I'll give you privacy so that they hire you. (laughs) Yeah, it was a serious game changer. And I actually also made a silly deal with Jeff that for every new contract I signed, I would take him out for margaritas. That was our little celebration. So what happens is then everyone in my family circle was invested in my success. No one was complaining that I was working too much. And what that does, it puts out some really fabulous karma and energy right into the universe because everyone, everyone in your little circle is rooting for your success. And typically the universe listens and rewards. So it's a really good one to try it out, you know, give it a shot. See, and definitely let me know if it worked for you, if it backfired. I seriously hope it doesn't. (laughs) All right, so that is it, my boss gals. I hope these help you to succeed at work while mothering and mentoring your babies. You know, we mold our children by example. When you show them a solid and admirable work ethic, along with letting them see your drive, your tenacity, and while still loving them to pieces, then you are fully, fully killing it, boss gal. It's a winning combination for everyone. And you're effectively showing your kids, whether boys or girls, that women can have fulfilling careers without sacrificing motherhood. So to all the moms out there on Mother's Day, the moms who are sacrificing who juggle and sometimes pull their hair out stay inspired and keep on crushing it